Welcome to the But Here We Go podcast, coming at you from But Here We Go Studios in Dallas, Texas. You know, the weather's been better lately. I feel like two weeks ago we were talking about how we were all going to melt to death because of the heat. We were talking about that? I feel like we were. <laughs> I think collectively, all of DFW, maybe the whole world was talking about how hot it was. But now, we've gotten some rain we have more rain in the forecast. Overall, it felt bearable today. Right. It's it's it. The temperature has dropped, but let me tell you, uh, I have not missed the humidity. No. It has been thick. But this morning, I walked outside. It almost felt like you could feel cold air. Isn't that nice? It's nice. We, according to Pete Delkis, the local weatherman, we've made it over like the heat hump. We've made it through? Yeah, it's just going to keep getting better from here on Take out. Take that, climate. We've beaten you. <laughs> I mean, it's just because fall's coming. Well, hey, we have won this round. Notch another tally for the humans. <laughs> it's okay. The climate will win the day. Humans... However many we got, climate zero. <laughs> Where'd Maybe you go, not. Joe? Where'd I go? Where'd you go? I don't even know where I went. Where did I go? Are you talking about today? But here we bro time? Uh, sure. Or did I go somewhere else? That's Hey, this is your segment. I've, I've gone so many places. Oh, actually, so there's this new store called deals to go where did you find this place they started advertising and like sponsored sponsored promos and things on my linkedin i was like oh linkedin no not linkedin sorry sorry on instagram Instagram. and i was like oh this sounds interesting kind of maybe i'll check it out so today you had you had a, a baby shower and so we were doing Batir We Bro time. Well, slow that. Slow your roll. To clarify before I get a ton of emails, uh, I did not have a baby shower. I'm not you pregnant. You had a baby shower to attend. <laughs> I hosted a baby sprinkle. Okay. But I was not, I did not have a baby shower. A baby continue. sprinkle. Yes, continue. And so Jake and I, we've been doing this Batir We Bro time where we hang out and do things together. And today... We were going to multiple places. I had to get my hunting license for the year, and there were a few other stops, and I had been seeing these ads, so I was like, where is Deals to Go? Like, if it's kind of on the way home, Wait, we'll sorry, make a back stop. Up. Where did you see these ads again? On, on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, I... It's off of Buckner, for anybody oh, who okay. knows. It's, it's actually quite close to our house. It's actually only like... Buckner and what? Buckner and Military Parkway. Oh, really? So it is, it's about the same distance to the South Dallas campus. Wow. Except a little bit. Instead of going to uh, the right. South Dallas campus, you turn left once you get past. Um, when you get to Fair Park? Yeah, kind of around Fair right, Park. Right, right, you right, just right. turn left and go that way. Wow. Aways. So it was all that to say. Deals to Go is very similar to the Goodwill Outlet, where they have a bunch of just stuff in these rolly bins that you dig through. And Jake was cool with you digging through the stuff? Yeah. I mean, he lasted about 30 minutes. Hey, he was that's in, a long time. He was in a cart 
the main goal was to find Legos. Right. And that's, I mean, I was just kind of going to see what it was about. And so the difference between Deals to Go and Goodwill Outlet, Deals to Go is mostly returned items to Amazon and to Target. Returned or discontinued or like last season. Yeah. Wow. So they they have all this stuff and they have set prices. So Fridays are their main restocking day. On Fridays, everything is nine dollars. Wow. So if you find something, it's nine bucks. Do they have a lot of clothes? They do have a lot of clothes. Okay. And then it goes down in price every day. So today being Saturday, everything was seven dollars. And then I think by Wednesday, Wednesday, everything is fifty cents. What? And then Thursday, they close the store to restock everything. Okay, so when Jake starts school again, I should go on Tuesdays. Go on a Tuesday, go on a Wednesday, like check it out. Why well, would go without up. Jake? Yeah, I mean, a Tuesday would be fine. Everything's a dollar. Go see what, what, my what options it is. Are, right? Yeah, go check it out. I would say I don't know if I'll be back. Like, I won't make it a regular thing. Hmm. Whereas the Goodwill Outlets is more of a treasure hunt, I feel like, because mm. you have no idea what's going to be there. At Deals to Go, there Was it a what, lot of the same thing? It's a lot of the same thing. Right now, what's really popular in those bins, floaties for the pool, um, all different kinds of floaties, sunblock. There was so much was sunblock. Was it expired or was it? I mean, it was probably from this year, which oh. means you can use it still. That's weird because I feel like you, I mean, I use sunblock all year round. Yeah. Down here, you could very well need sunblock easily into October. Odd. So you could get away with getting some sunblock now and using it. And maybe by Tuesday, there will still be some. Those Those were two very popular items. And then there were other things that kept repeating. So I think the main thing that you are trying to find are those big returned items that there may be two or three of all of these older discontinued items. That's what makes the bulk of these bins. Do they have any like, uh, electronics? According to Instagram, they've got all the electronics. So I've <laughs> Did you seen, see any? I've seen air fryers. I've seen, Bluetooth headphones. Wait, I've really? seen they they did have several several keyboards and then they have all sorts of other things. And those are the things that they highlight on Instagram. I will say there were two items that we bought. I bought a dry bag, which is typically Another like Another dry bag. I love dry bags. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I don't we know how many how many dry bags do we have? Too many. Actually, <laughs> okay. honestly, we kind of have just the right amount. Especially I'm not now. Mad about it. I just now think it's we have the right amount. But from there, we bought a dry bag, typically $35 on Amazon. Got it for seven. So, like, that's a good deal. Not going to resell it. I'm going to use it. Right. And then the other thing was more Legos. Right, and you there was Christmas tree Lego, right? It was Christmas tree Lego. Which is strange to me because Christmas is coming up. You know, that's a really good point. I should have bought more to give out as presents. Oh, man, you should have. That 
that was a missed opportunity. Right. I mean, I don't know who you'd be giving like a Christmas tree to. I could buy. I could come back. How much was it for like a little pack? I got two of the little packs for $7. Right. Because they were so small and... I think those retail at like seven fifty or something. Right, right, right. You got like half off. Yeah, got like half off. And it was more because Jake wanted them. Right, right, right. But I think that's a great opportunity. Go back in two or three days when the prices are slashed by like 10 of them. Like 50 cents Wednesday. Put them up on eBay as like last year's Christmas tree. Get a soon-to-be vintage... Blah blah blah. Man, your EB. Bump it <laughs> up to bump it up to ten bucks. Ten bucks a pop. You bought ten for ten dollars. Now you sell them all. Make like thousand dollars profit. Okay, that's stretchy. who knows something. Thousand percent profit. That's what I meant. Boom. It's a great idea. Not really. Lego. That's one of those things that I feel like they never lose value. No, Lego's an investment. Except when they break. But you can always. I was like, when is the only? We've only had like a couple of minifigs crack, and they'll just replace them. Yeah, yeah, and that's really it. But anyway, that's where I was today. I went to deals to go. What I recommended to people, meh. I would recommend the Goodwill outlets before deals to go. But where is the Goodwill outlet in DFW? I think it's in like Lancaster. Oh, what? Yeah. Lancaster? Yeah, like really? it's pretty far away. It like it's that not close. It's so, not It's either Lancaster or it's one of the mid cities. It's like not easy to get to. Maybe it's in like Bedford or something. Goodwill Outlet. I think there's two of them actually. One in Fort Goodwill Worth. Outlet. And then I think one in like Lancaster or maybe in like Duncanville or something. Goodwill. I don't see anything. Anyway, I'll look okay. it up. Yeah. So, that's where I went today. Nothing too crazy, nothing too special. And you went and got your hunting... Where did you get your hunting license renewed? I got that at Bass Pro Shops. I enjoy all outdoor stores. I'm not going to pick a favorite. But Jake by far enjoys shields more. Well, because it has a freaking Ferris wheel. It has a Ferris wheel. They sell they sell lots of things there. They have all sorts of candies. They have games he can actually play. Like he loves Shields. Shields is an experience. Going to Bass Pro Shops, it's like you go there, you buy stuff, and then you leave. Sorry, I'm looking into this thing called Final Cut, which is like an outlet store for anthropology. Really? Anyway, I'll have you know, to do. That's. I really enjoy outlet oh, it's stores. In Georgia. It's I in en- Georgia. I enjoy outlet stores, and I enjoy going out and trying to find these deals. But more and more, I, I've never really been that impressed. I I guess I always felt like it, they were such great deals because that was the only shopping outlet that my family would do was outlets. And I, I think it's I honestly think it's a scam. I really feel like it is not even no not even like twenty or thirty percent off. No, I I like because I remember we would try to go to the outlets pretty often because we lived 
really close to like the Allen Outlet yeah. Mall. And I never felt like it was worth, like it was, I would save more money going to like, you know, like a uh, like tax-free weekend sale or something yeah. more than I would go to an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. But those, that outlet mall is so Popular. packed. Yep. And like the tank, the Tarot, is it Tanger? Tanger. Tanger outlets. Yeah. Tanger outlets are a bit better prices in, in my memory, but I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. And the one thing I do distinctly remember was the Nike outlet at Tanger, at the Tanger outlets. Good? Yeah. So at the Tanger outlets that are in like, are they like outside of Kaufman maybe? I just remember like I passed it whenever we drove to Pine Cove. So, so yeah, it's somewhere in the Kaufman area. There's those. And Tanger's a, a big chain from my recollection. Right, right, right. There was a, there we was an outlet on the mall. Oss, or when we drove to San Antonio, I yeah. passed one. And there's a Tanger outlets up where I grew up with Nike that we would always go to. And I would most often be able to get two pairs of shoes for the same price as one pair. I mean, as like a a brand new pair. Right. And that's even like, okay, we would have a budget of say, say a hundred dollars. You get a hundred dollars at the outlets. There would be a wall or like a section where it's, two for one where you can buy one pair of shoes and the next pair is free as long as it is the same or lesser value. And so we would be able to go there, find something. And, and I remember, so I'm, I'm on these Nike freeze, right? That's what I like to use for working out. And maybe the third or fourth pair that I got, it was two, I think two seasons back at the Tanger outlets and I got them for like 50 bucks. Wait, you got these shoes recently for the Tanger Outlets? That, no, those were... Like, when did you go to the Tanger Outlets without no, me? that was like, that might have been right after we got married or like around when we were going to get married. That was one of my first pairs of those Nike Freeze. Hmm. So that was like four or five pairs of shoes ago. But they were retail, the ones that were in the shop at the time or something like 115 or 120. And I got like the last season or two seasons prior for $50. That's Still brand new. That's great. Brand new. Worked great. My feet loved them. It was like running on clouds. And my pocketbook was exactly half as thick as it would have been. Your pocketbook. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, speaking of discount locations, where did I go um, other than host a baby shower? Um, I <laughs> So um, if you're listening and you know me personally, one of my uh, featured character traits is I arrive early everywhere. And so in this particular situation, I was going to arrive early anyway to help set up the, the shower that I was hosting. But, uh, but I was too early (laughs) per usual and so there's this thrift store that is in richardson that it was down the street from this house that we've been to before i guess it's like thrift city thrift city not only did i spend a majority of my childhood in richardson and i'm a lover of thrift stores i this must be a new place it is honestly one of the best thrift stores I've been to you in a long time. I would venture to say one of the best thrift stores in the in like our vicinity. 
Now, I would say one of the best ones we have visited. Right. Because there's a lot out there right. that we have not but gone to. But this is why. It's because the prices are unbeatable. Absolutely. Like we went to the, or maybe not we, I went to the Goodwill, like down the street from our house last week. I was, I appalled, honestly, at the prices at Goodwill. I was like, if I'm like deciding not to buy something because it's too expensive, like isn't Goodwill supposed to be for like people who are like under the poverty line or maybe not? What is Goodwill's purpose? So I think that there are, yes, it is a nonprofit who is out there to help, help Well, what do they do? Because if they, they're not now helping they anyone have, with their prices. They have skills, training and workforce stuff. I think that they intentionally hire people for as much as they can oh, without any okay, type okay. of degrees or any type of real training. So they themselves are a workforce training company, more or less. And and of course, this is not me knowing what I'm talking about. This is my recollection. But then on top of all of that, I do vaguely recall that they also have like a free store for people who can't afford stuff. Do they really? Is it like a secret store? Well, I think it's I think it's something like if you go to Goodwill saying I need help for workforce like, training, like I'm a homeless person, they help you with all of this stuff. Okay. Cuz I've also heard that like Goodwill yeah is shady. I've also heard Goodwill isn't even a nonprofit. Stop. Somebody said that. That's some I hot think, goss. I think Snoop's Claim showed that that Snoops was wrong. Snoops or Snopes? Whatever you I call it. I was like, it. Snoop Dogg? <laughs> no, what Snoopy. What do you have to do with this? Snoopy. Snoopy, Snoopy runs around. What are you Fact checking. About? Oh my God. Snopes. Okay, sure. Regardless. Snopes. Anyway, this thrift store, I decided to waste some time at this thrift store. And um, I, I bought like a skirt and a top. It's fine. But honestly, go. It's like on the It's a belt line. It's like belt line and almost Jupiter, Jupiter maybe? Almost Jupiter. Right, it's uh, it's next to the Dollar Tree, and it is just... And I think there's a Popeye's over there, too. Honestly, like, I don't think I will... Unless I'm looking for something very specific for Jake, I truthfully just think I'm going to buy his clothes at their thrift store yes, from now absolutely, on. absolutely, we need to. Everything is, like, $2, maybe three ninety nine, and it's, like, I, we got, like, a pol- like polo Ralph yep. Lauren stuff for him. The thing that I absolutely love, what we got last time, we got him these cool kicks these vans that are super cool like i would love to own those (laughs) and the funniest part is we literally bought those so that he could destroy them right so one we had to like convince so back up so he he finally learned how to ride his like scooter i think a razor scooter but that's it's not a razor scooter um, but he he knows how to use the like the back wheel brake, but he prefers to just drag hit the toe of his shoe to break himself. Which honestly, whatever keeps him from face planting at this point. But he was wearing these like Target kids, like you know, like the, there's like a maybe you don't know Joe, but there's like a there's like the actual shoes that come in the boxes at Target, and there's like, the wall of shoes which are cheaper and I feel like cheaper quality, but they're kids and they grow out of them really fast. 
And he went through those toes so fast. So since we were at the thrift store, we're like, let's get you some beat up thrift store shoes that we'll just call them your scooter shoes so you can rip them up to your heart's content. And then we won't feel terrible about the fact that you're ripping shoes up. But it was this pair of Vans, like super cool Vans that he literally just wears for scooters. So now he is riding his scooter, but he definitely has the correct skater apparel. Oh, he looks dope. To yeah, be doing he that looks kind of like stuff. he knows what he's doing for sure. Yeah, especially when he like sticks his leg up. It's almost like he's riding and he starts coasting and then like he's sticking it to the man because he sticks his leg up almost like he's like a dog peeing. <laughs> now he doesn't realize he's doing this. I'm going to have to record but it. But he legit is like rolling right. and he could just like just pee on everything. Like sticking it. I'll think of it. That makes absolutely no sense what you're saying, but I'll record it next time we go on a scooter walk and then we'll see. All the guys will understand the idea of a dog peeing and then like the idea of like (laughs) driving and peeing out a window. It's kind of the combination of the two, except you're on a scooter and you're sticking your leg out peeing. Boys are weird. Um, Remind me next time I go um, because Jake is this has a point jake needs more pjs <laughs> y'all I, I don't know if it's just me somehow he grew out of all of no them. pjs are my i hate buying pajamas i think they're such a waste of money and maybe well, it's because like i like i maybe this past year has been the first time that i actually like purchased like a pajama set for me to sleep in up until that point, I was in like, I usually sleep in Nike shorts and a t-shirt of some, like that's just comfortable yep. for me. And I've never, like maybe when I was younger, I had like pajama sets, but I really just remember sleeping in, in oversized t-shirts. I just think it's such a waste of, no one sees the PJs and I, some other children may be different. Jake does not care about like characters on his clothes or like he thinks it's cool for a second, but he's not like obsessed with like character it's not like PJs. thursday is jurassic park right PJ he's just Day. not into that stuff but i feel like pajamas are so expensive yeah. i cannot figure out why they're so expensive but they are and i absolutely hate buying them because we let like Jake is literally sleeping in them. And so he will wear the same set of pajamas multiple days in a row and I will milk those things forever. But like it's like $18 for like a set of two pajamas. I don't understand. And so maybe I'll have better luck buying PJs from the thrift store. And I don't really understand pajamas in general. Right. Because to your point, it is one of those things that you don't really see ever. No. Like I I understand the idea of a nice comfortable pair like of loungewear. Of loungewear, yeah, but how often do you have somebody who actually sleeps in that and then just lounges around in it all day? I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there, but those people yeah. are not you and I. There might be somebody. But I'm out wondering there. for like kids because they make them really tight, so maybe it's more of like a strangulation. Like, you have to have your kids sleep in something. Because, like, kids will get really... How it was explained to me when I had... I remember, like, opening presents at, like, a baby shower for Jake when I was pregnant. And someone was explaining to me that, like, you have to put babies in pajamas or they'll, like, 
get sweaty or something, which maybe they're wrong. I don't know. <laughs> There's like a, sweaty? a method to the madness of putting, I thought it was or they'll because, be cold. I thought it was because babies can't use blankets. They can't use blankets. They can't regulate their body temperature. So anyway. But Jake is a four-year-old. Right. And I think that's, but he's not like, so he's, he, he um, cause truthfully, I just, he could probably just sleep in underwear and be fine, but he's not fully yeah. potty trained at night yet. But I think once he like th- is done with the night pull-ups, I think honestly he would prefer just sleeping in a pair of boxer briefs. We'll just put him in in a t-shirt. Yeah. Which honestly, maybe okay. Back maybe up. Super Let's not easy. buy PJs. Let's just try to body train him at night because then he can just wear the clothes that he already has. Yeah, I think he can just go back to normal clothes. So funny. Anyway. anyway. That's what I did today. Yeah, that's fun. And I went to a Target in Richardson. And let me tell you, Target on a Saturday was busy. Hopping. Hopping. I was like, whoa, I just need like one thing, people. I don't, y'all are crazy. But there was only one register open. And so, like, the self checkout line was like down the hall. I was like, I don't that's understand weird. this Target. I'm going to keep my Target up north. That's I mean, weird. Up south. Down south. Down south. Anyway, sorry. What did you want to talk about? Yeah. So. We talked about where we went, but here we go. And oh my god, is should, that why? That's why we started the. Where'd you go? Yeah, that's of, why. But here we go. Yeah, that was lost on me. That that's just now clicking. Well, way to go. At least Look at it you. Clicks at some point. Side and note. now, but okay, go Sorry, ahead. Side note. Just like Jake randomly in the kitchen like while we were getting dinner and stuff tonight was like but here we go and i just thought it was he really has embraced our family he has. catchphrase and i love it anyway go ahead that's great i love it too so but here where are we gonna go oh my gosh <laughs> and i just think it today was well let me take a step back there was an article that i saw on instagram again Funny enough, I get most of what I get from Instagram, kind of outside interactions. That's so funny. But I also saw this on, let me see if I can find it again. Apparently it disappeared. It was on MSN.com that there was a part of a foot in a shoe found in a hot spring in Yellowstone National Park. And I'll just pull up my, because I took a screenshot of it, because I I saw this from the National Park, Yellowstone National Parks Uh official Instagram, but it said, heads up, Yellowstone National Park incident at the Abyss Pool in West Thumb Geyser Basin. And they found a, a foot in a shoe inside of oh, that wait, hot spring. I saw that they found a foot in a shoe, but I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, it was in... Just like a severed foot. Well, so they don't know. There's no in, There's no indications of foul play. They're assuming somebody had died and presuming that somebody had fallen into the, the hot spring. So this hot spring is 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's hot. So you would end up getting burns and probably probably dying if you like But the foot jumped was in still and got intact? Stuck. Yeah, and those are the things that they're still trying to figure out. Okay. But this 
this whole thing just had me thinking about traveling with a toddler, traveling in general, and and there's there's a few different key points that I want to hit. Toddler. Yes. Really. There's a few things I want to hit. One. Tourists are dumb. Okay. Two. Nature is dangerous. Three. Nature and crazy little children like Jake or just in general children. It's a it's a it's a wild ride. And so all of this has me wondering and questioning, like as we are trying to plan future trips or any types of trips in general, it's like, where do we go? Man, am I just going to be anxious the entire time? Or do (laughs) I just have to like say, hey, Jake, you need to stay on the path. As soon as you go off, you literally could die. Uh, So if you get off of the boardwalk, consider yourself dead. That's so funny. Um, one, uh, and I, I tell this to everyone, which, you know, is the, the biggest surprise for me with um, entering parenthood with you is I did not think you were going to be this stressed out about Jake's like physical well-being. Uh, it very much stresses you out. And I'm usually the one who's anxious in our relationship. So it, it is kind of like funny to me. Which is funny, again, because I am the, you're always rolling your eyes at me, but the, you are terrified with Jake. Um, but I also, your number one thing, I'm taking it point by point, tourists being stupid. Are They're so tu- dumb. Are tourists stupid or are we seeing evidence of just like generational loss of like how to be in the elements? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I think A generational it- loss of like knowing how to interact with nature. I think there could be some of that. I do think that there is a level of of increased or maybe decreased common sense and and spatial awareness. So when I I've only actually I've been to Yellowstone a few times. The first time I went though, and at some point when I went, I took a picture and this would have been the most recent time was 2008. So almost going almost 15 years ago, they have signs saying, stay on the boardwalk. And there's this silly little picture of a child getting hit by a geyser. Oh, God. And they also have, and it's not a, it's, oh, like it's a, a sign. Yeah. It's a, oh, I was like a, it's life, a sketch. A real it's a life sketch. photo. And then they also have the same thing of saying, don't pet or don't feed the wildlife. And they show somebody getting gored by a bison thrown up 20 feet into the air. So these are things that if you are walking through the park and you are looking and reading and seeing things, you will get multiple times. Stay on the boardwalk. It is dangerous. Do not leave these areas. Do not pet the wildlife. Keep your distance. This is all beautiful and may seem safe, but it is actually quite, it is, it is beautiful, but it is wild. Right. So you need to respect it. And, and I think that even back then, I remember lines of cars holding up traffic as a as a grizzly bear is like on the side of a mountain uh, on the side of a hill doing something and people are like trying to get closer to it to take better pictures i will say like 
developmentally young people uh, to, I don't know the correct terminology. Take more risk. Right. They have like this sense of invincibility, which is just developmentally ingrained into us. However, I do think that, and we talked about this in other episodes, like the rise of narcissism in our, in the younger generations and in America specifically. And then just like, Wanting to have a viral video. I think just people think that they're invincible, but like it's, it's a, it's gone past like that natural, just lack of mental maturity element and has gone into like a danger element of like, no people legitimately are making very, I mean, how many times have you seen an article pop up on your feed? That's like, so-and-so was taking a selfie at the grand Canyon and fell off and died. Like there honestly have been far too many people who have done death by selfie. It's too many, but I feel like that. I don't necessarily think that, like we have a stupid generation. I think it's cultural. And I think, you know, like it's, we have raised generations to think that nothing bad is going to happen to them. Yep. And then it inevitably does. Yep. So when it comes to it, tourists themselves, maybe not are getting stupider, but I think in general, I don't think they're getting stupider. I think they're getting more arrogant. Yeah. Which is people a, are is losing, a different sentiment. People are losing their respect and maturity when relating to nature. Right. But then who? where do you set the blame for that? Everyone. Like who, right. This like is I tricky. Don't, I think yeah. like the younger generation gets like, you know, everyone's going to find something wrong with the generation that's below them. That's just how society works. Um but I think because of, you know, culture and media and, you know, the standard yep. list of things to put blame at, parenting choices, yep. I don't know. But it is, I mean, yeah. I, back to this foot floating. Do you not have any more information on this foot in the geyser? Is that it just is like a, a boiled foot soup at this point? Ugh. What did the foot look? I'm just confused. If it's 140 degrees, that... I don't understand. The that body is cooked wouldn't... to a perfect medium rare. <laughs> no, I mean, like, where is the rest of the body? The rest of the body should also be in the geyser. You would think so. Unless someone cut up a body and just disposed of it and ran in places amongst the Next park. week, they'll find a, a hand this, shoot this out of Old Faithful. This like sounds like an upcoming true crime podcast. Well, they don't think there's any foul play. What? How would it not be foul play? Because if you're... There's a severed foot in a geyser. I don't know if it's if severed a... or if it's partial, partial foot. I mean, that's obviously it sounds so pretty the much rest the same. Of it boiled up except the foot. I I could very easily see the wolves or the coyotes who are residents of the oh man they Yellowstone can't even research like, area. They can't even come in and eat it right. all. This is there's a huge. Uh, this is a tangent that I'll try to get off quickly. There's like a lot of people like with the 23andMe and the DNA testing and stuff like they don't want to do those because they don't want like the government to have their DNA or whatever. Yeah. Y'all, it's honestly kind of useful to, I mean, one, 23andMe has my DNA. Two, my fingerprints are held by the government for my real estate license, yep. which honestly is a strange yeah, thing. Yeah, why? I don't know why you have to do your fingerprints to get your real estate license. Why? Are they concerned that you're like burying bodies? I don't at know because that's the only license that I know of that you need your fingerprints. 
I think if you want to be a police officer, you have to get your fingerprints. Right, but that makes sense. It's like law enforcement, but why? Anyway, that's, I'll get on, I'll research and come back to you. Um, What was I talking about? All the data that the government has. Oh, hey, you know someone's going to be able to, to like, deter, like, if you have a partial foot found of you, it's a better chance that they'll figure out who the heck you are. If your DNA and fingerprints yeah. and stuff. Is all of that going to be denatured? Boiled? Boiled Denatured? Denatured. What that's, does denatured mean? This is, that's again, like the, you drop this little like vocab the word. The decomposition. Like, is it all going to be broken down to the point of not having any biological information? Oh, in probably. It? I mean, you could do, you could do but DNA, you know, but who has their DNA? That's remember, what I'm saying. Remember... I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or some other time. In This Is Us, they labeled their shoes with right. the phone number. You know that dude's... Somebody's kicking themselves being like, should have labeled that shoe. <laughs> should have had a phone number or in that like shoe. Or it's like us where we get our shoes from thrift stores with oh, other people's called, names in um, it. Excuse me. <laughs> we think your son or daughter is dead. They fell in a hot spring. It's like, oh, no, I just talked to them this morning. But so that's uh, that's kind of it on tourists. But it also makes me wonder, like, what is until thinking about Jake and traveling with Jake, a four year old. Because earlier we were talking, like, do we want to go to a city where we would be, like, doing cultural things, but he's too young to understand culture? Or would we want to go out to nature because everybody kind of gets nature, like, it's there, it's obvious. But at the same time, it's like, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be obvious. And are we going to be able to, like, go for even a 30-minute hike without him complaining and, and whining about something. Like, is it, which of those is going to be more fun? And, and now, like, we can't go to Yellowstone ever. We can't. Why not? He's, he's going to jump into a, a hot spring. He is not going to think, oh, look, it's a, a pool. Hot spring. You <laughs> I know. That's you a, could just be that parent who lets their kid on a leash. We have a Ooh. clingy child. Like, I'm not concerned yeah, about this. Yeah, let's just put him on a leash. I mean, He'll if that's what's going to make you feel better, sure. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I you're am, not. <laughs> no, I I am joking. I would I'd keep him on the boardwalk just fine. But it it is one of those things that now it's like, oh gosh, we have to we do have to kind of think about that too. About him being falling into a geyser. But just like this the is general giving me safety. Haley worried about train derailments vibe. <laughs> yeah. No. So here's here's a another story. This is turning into a Yellowstone oh podcast. My gosh. But Hardly. One of the times that I was at Yellowstone, there is a specific hot spring pool that has a lot of sulfur in it. Okay. And it is constantly producing billows of steam. So as you're walking through, there are are sections where you're basically walking through a cloud. Of sulfur. And it's very, very strong sulfur smelling. And so it's very easy on some days when it's extra powerful, you won't necessarily like, it's never, if it's 
so powerful that you would like pass out, they would close that area. But it is very easy. It I could see that it would be so powerful. And if it just, the wind swirls the wrong way and hits you really hard and you've, you're in this thick cloud of, of sulfur steam, I could see you getting disoriented and falling off the boardwalk. And that's one of those areas that they don't have railings. So it's just like a simple boardwalk. Right, right, right. Okay, well, we just won't go when it's billowing. We just won't go to that spot. But that's one of those things that in that situation, it's not. I would say that is not a tourist problem. That is just they need to add some railings. It sounds like a freakish nature event. No, that's something that is constantly happening. Well, and it obviously doesn't happen. Like people don't fall off enough that it that they've decided to fix it. But it's one of those things that there is a little bit of extra risk that I would say probably doesn't need to be there. Right. We just won't go there. Boom. We'll just crawl. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> it, it is actually very beautiful. When you're not in the in the steam. When you're not dying in some way. I mean, sometimes feeling like you're dying is part of the fun. You know, like a good hard workout. Oh my gosh. No. No, no. <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to get back to. I'm going to be gone for a few days you here. You are. Yeah. And this first trip, this first like is in New Orleans. The problem is I'm going to be working... Like the whole time. You can't even get like a beignet? I think so. Are you staying downtown? I'm staying somewhere. I think I'm like a 15 minute walk from Cafe du Monde. Are you for real? Yeah. Wow. So I'll be going and getting beignets at some point. They're open 24 seven, I think. But the, what, what kind of bums me out is that I'm flying in Monday morning and then I'll check in and maybe I'll have like three hours free, maybe, but I like, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit any thrift stores, any thrift stores or antique stores or anything back home. You travel so light. I'll have just enough room in my bag that if I have something, I can slip it in or I'll just ship it. That's if I even had time, though. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I will. You just walk over, get yourself a nice little coffee and I'll just sit there, eat my beignet. Call it a successful day. Drinking some cafe with some chicory Well, um, for our next episode, we're going to attempt to do it remotely with you. Will you be in, I guess... By that time, I'll be in Reno, probably. Okay. We're going to try to see how it goes. Depends on when we decide to record. So committed to our five fans. Yeah. All for you guys. Are we, are fan numbers bumping up at all? Uh, why would they bump up? We don't advertise this at all. Hey, do you hear that, fans? Maybe you should do the advertising. You know how many times we try to do like y'all a, should a, like, a contest? Y'all should reach out, send this podcast to just like one person. If y'all sent it to one person, if all of our fans sent the podcast to one person, the fans would double, double. in size. Wow. Granted, that would always happen if all our fans did that. That is how math works. That is how math works. But if you think this is fun listening to us, you should say, hey, 
I've got some fun friends who do a podcast. And if you don't Check think it it's fun, bless if you, don't you think for it's still fun, listening and don't yeah. tell us. We have we have uh, very fragile egos. We have fun doing this. So if not for you, then it's for us. But with that, we can end Let's it. Let's go. Yep. But here we're going to go. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.